Welcome to The Selfish Sesh, a podcast exploring self-love, confidence, mental health, sex, and relationships without all of the bullshit. I'm your host, Marissa Jane, and I believe that sometimes you need to be a little selfish. Hello, my lovers, and welcome to the second episode of Selfish Sesh. I am blessed to be back in those little ear holes of yours again. And I am so appreciative of all of the positive feedback that I have gotten over the past week. It's actually been really overwhelming. You know, a lot of it was from friends, not going to lie, but there's been some strangers or acquaintances that have reached out. And I really, really appreciate all the positivity, any constructive feedback. So yeah, shoot it through, shoot me a DM make my day, please. I tried to explain this last week on Thursday's episode, but every Monday I will be releasing a solo episode, which will be quite short and sharp. And then on Thursdays, I will be interviewing a guest across a range of topics, including love, sex, mental health, and career. Today's episode is all about loving yourself silly or I guess selfishly, should I say. And this topic is the reason why I created the Selfish Sesh, and it is all about self-love. So get your notepads out, baby girls, because we are about to go for a ride. Before we get into the nitty-gritty and the down and dirty, what exactly is self-love? I think it is really important to define that. If you look up the definition, self-love can be defined as regarding your own well-being and happiness very highly and taking care of your own needs before others. For me, self-love is all about knowing exactly who you are, knowing exactly what you want and where you want to go and being completely and utterly happy with that. I am a really firm believer that self-love is the most important type of love And I think it's really, really hard to accept any other type or form of love, whether that's from your friends, your family, your lover, your boyfriend, your husband, girlfriend, wife, if you don't actually love yourself and do have a high regard of who you are. Now, I don't want to go into this and pretend that self-love is easy because it's not. And with anything to do with your mental health, it is exactly like your physical health. You can't, you know, lie on the couch every day and then expect to run a marathon. It's the same thing. You can't hate yourself one day and the next day love yourself. It takes a lot of fucking hard work and you do need to prioritize. And it's something that you need to do every single day. For me and my journey to self-love and finding inner peace and confidence, this took me probably around one to two years. It took a while from first hitting rock bottom and now I am literally the happiest person that you will ever meet, the most positive, probably the funniest too. I have really gone from hating myself completely to being who I am today, who is a very perhaps overconfident person because I do truly love myself and I think I'm pretty great. What's not to love really? So at that time when I was at my lowest point, I guess I did seek professional help and a lot of it 
Not a lot. A a bit of it had to do with some toxic boyfriends and relationships, but also had to do with my really low, like extremely low level of self-esteem. This actually didn't stem from men or friendship issues or that, which is quite common to have those issues, but it actually stemmed from my career. So I work in fashion and lifestyle public relations which I am very blessed to be able to do that. It is an awesome career and an awesome job. But I was already feeling such low self-esteem and then I would be constantly surrounded by influencers and models and these people that literally are the epitome of beauty. I guess my career really did exaggerate that to the point where I didn't like my job. It was causing me to be depressed. But... I am really good at what I do. I do like it and I worked really hard to get into the job that I am in today that it wasn't that my job had to change. It was that me, my mindset and my outlook had to change. So in today's episode, I am going to chat through a few strategies that I have used. I've used all of these and some of them are a little bit lame to really accelerate my self-love journey to get where I am today. The first thing that I did is really, really lame and kind of embarrassing. And it is also a little bit of a cliche, but hang in there and stick with me. So when I was feeling so low in terms of my confidence, and that mainly had to do with my looks and my body, and I guess most of these things, things that I'm talking about are around that. One thing that I did that really helped was every single morning I would get up, look in the mirror and say three things that I liked about myself. Some would be appearance-based. For example, my skin is really glowing today. I have beautiful eyes. And then others might have been more innate and more to do with like my personality. So it could be, I have a beautiful heart or I know that I am intelligent. I reckon I did this every single day for months on end. And obviously some days it was really hard to find three things that you like about yourself, especially when you're tired, you're upset, hungover, you do feel worse about yourself then. As the days would go on, I wouldn't need to be reminded. I wouldn't need to force myself. And also, I didn't have to do it like every day on a schedule because it had kind of become a part of me. Like I now look in the mirror and I think nice things about myself. It's also taught me, most importantly, how to recognize those negative thoughts that come into your head that really do not belong there and how to actually just get them out. So this is an example of something that happened really recently to me. I was out shopping for my birthday outfit and it was my 25th birthday and of course wanted to look fucking hot. So I went out shopping with my mom trying to find a dress. We went to literally every store in Chadston and I hated everything. To be fair, I was really fucking hungover. To be fair, the boy that I was seeing and quite liked had cancelled on me the night before and I knew it was over. And to be fair, I had no idea what I wanted to wear. In my head, of course, those things come into your mind, like you try and address and it doesn't quite fit. 
and you go, oh, I'm too fat to wear this dress. Or you try in something else and you go, no, like, I look so ugly in this. Or it accentuates my big butt or whatever, even though let's accentuate my big ass. I noticed that and I was like to my mum, look, I'm not in the mood to shop. I'm getting quite upset. So I think we need to take a rain check. Let's go get lunch. Let's come back to this another day. I got home and my housemate was like, oh, did you find an outfit? And I just said, no, my mood was too ugly. My mood was too fat. It wasn't me because I could try on those exact outfits in a week's time when I was well rested and feeling really good about myself. And I would, I definitely would have ended up wearing one of those outfits. The dress that I ended up wearing for my birthday and I looked really good is something that I would never wear in a million years. It was like this really tight figure hugging dress, which I usually would be way too self-conscious to wear and I loved it and the amount of compliments I got, the amount of boys, not that we dress up for boys, but the amount of boys that were coming up to me that night. So yes, just remember, A, it's not the outfit, it's not you, it's your mood and B, remind yourself of all of the great things about yourself because trust me, there would be so many. I do want to flag and this is something that did work for me is we're not going to we're not perfect. We're not going to love ourselves every day. I don't get out of bed every day and go, "Fuck, my body is banging." Because mm, probably not the best thing about me, but I've learned to love it. But instead, I now know when I'm feeling not the greatest about myself, I need to take myself away from some of these like bad influences, influence and influencers, I guess. It kind of is in the same vein. And on those days, I do not go on Instagram. Instagram is fucked. It is so easy. I actually do love Instagram. So don't hate me, Insta, and don't boycott it. Love it. Like all my photos, DM me, hot boys. But if you're feeling shit about yourself, you jump on the app and there's about 10 girls posting bikini pickies and like good on them, fucking all power to you. But you don't need to say that on that day. You can say that in a week's time when you're having the night of your life. Not only is it like people with looks, it's, you know, people posting about their amazing jobs that could be better than yours or so you perceive it to be and showing their amazing cars and handbags, which a lot of us can't afford. And to be honest, a lot of them can't afford either. So don't compare yourself to them. So for me, I do find Instagram can be quite triggering when I'm already feeling quite low in terms of self-esteem, but work out what triggers you. Like for you, it might be if I'm not feeling 100%, I don't want to run around the tan because it's surrounded by beautiful people. So instead, I'm just going to run around the streets or it, it might be social media or it might be a certain person. Honestly, I mute everyone on Instagram. Even my closest friends have been muted on Instagram because sometimes it is is so easy to compare your life to people who you perceive are doing better than you. So do not be afraid to source your trigger points and just cut them out. Not forever, I'm not saying that, but just for a day or two until you start to get on your feet again. And now just like quickly touching on comparison, I do think comparison is the opposite of self-love. No one's life is perfect. Instagram is a highlights reel. I'm a lot prettier on Instagram, don't worry. And my life looks a lot better than it does on Instagram too. And I can guarantee you that is for 
absolutely everybody. Do not go on Instagram and think someone's life is amazing because although they would have amazing parts, I think everyone does have amazing parts going on in their life. They would be going through something behind closed doors that they don't want everyone to know about and that's totally fair. The next thing that really helped with my mental health was learning what I love to do and fucking doing it. I think it is so important to put yourself first. This is selfish, but you need to be selfish. Put yourself in front of your parents, your your kids, your, your Maybe not your kids, I don't think that's legal. But, you know, on top of your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends, you need to put yourself first. At the end of the day, when everyone is gone, everyone goes to sleep and you're left in your own company, you only have yourself. And until your dying days, yourself is the only person that will be there with you the entire step of the way. So you want to get pizza on a Saturday night? fucking do it. You want to eat potatoes every meal? Fucking do it. You don't want to go for a run? Don't do it. You want to go out with your friends and get real drunk and have a really fucking good time? Fucking do it. Literally anything that you want to do, anything that you love doing, make time for it. Make time for your hobbies and your passions. It's also totally okay not knowing what your passion is. Right now, I am absolutely loving podcasting. I think it is the reason that I jump out of bed in the morning. Will I love it forever? Who knows? But the moment that this stops being fun, I will stop doing it. And like, same thing for your career. You might not, and I guess Jade touched on this last episode, you might not be able to find a job that you love, but make sure that it is giving you some sort of light and positivity in your life, whether it is as simple as money or the people you work with are great or you like your clients. Make sure that there is that positive point in your job or your career path. Otherwise, get the fuck out. And one of the most influential strategies that I implemented into my life to find self-love was actually exercise. I do not exercise for my body whatsoever. I'm sure I could be exercising in much more effective ways than I am, aka I literally go to an F45 class and I don't do half of the exercises because I'm tired. But I exercise for how I'm going to feel. Endorphins are so great. If I don't get a proper sweat sesh on, I am a grumpy little bitch and nobody will want to be around me. It is actually scientifically proven that exercise is great for your mental health. And once you have good mental health, then you do feel better about yourself. And then in turn, you exercise more and you just, it's like this cycle that keeps going and all of a sudden you're a whole new person. Trust me on that one. Start running if you can. And now also, I guess, because my self-worth did come from having low confidence in my looks especially know that you are beautiful like everyone has so many different beautiful qualities and you have them you have some of them at least beauty is not what you see on the magazines or on instagram or on tv beauty comes in so many shapes sizes colors It is so inclusive and especially these days, I think 
we are starting to celebrate that. I do think we do need to get better. I work in media, so I would love for there to be different ethnicities and sizes constantly surrounding me in the job that I do. It is definitely something that is starting to be discussed more and more and hopefully one day in the near future it will be normal. That was a little bit of a tangent. I 100% promise you that you were beautiful. About 20 people at minimum in your life think that you were beautiful. And I'm not even just talking mentally, I'm talking physically as well. And a little hot tip for you, the most sexy thing that any man or woman could ever have is self-confidence. If I meet someone and they just know who they are and they fucking own it, like that is so hot. And I feel like that is me to a T. So therefore, I'm self-confident, know who I am, own it. I'm fucking hot. This is where I think I insert a thirst trap. Self-confidence. Now, how do you find that? Look, fake it until you make it. I literally sometimes in my head go, what would Beyonce do in this moment? What would this person do in this moment? And like, just give yourself this different persona and stop caring what other people think and just walk into your space and don't be afraid to take it up. As women, especially, we do get taught to, you know, be really small. Don't be small. Be larger than fucking life and shut all those people up. The last thing that I am going to leave you with is please commit to it. Commit to finding self-love and loving yourself silly. It is so worth it. I can't believe I lived so much of my life not liking who I was, what I looked like or who I was going to be. Practice all of these strategies every day. Tell yourself that you're beautiful and fake that confidence.